What's your risk number? Find your true north. On the Vantage Point with True North Wealth Partners podcast, you'll find financial tips, insights, and information to help you plan for your future. True North Wealth Partners has locations in Dublin and Wooster, Ohio, while serving clients nationwide. Dedicated to God, country, clients, and family. To learn more about the Vantage Point with True North Wealth Partners podcast, visit MyTrueNorthWP.com. That's MyTrueNorthWP.com. True North Wealth Partners, welcome home. Experience the joy of watching your friends and family's faces light up when you feed them wild game you harvested and made them delicious sausages or meat you barbecue and grill with the finest seasonings available. Visit our friends at Waltons.com to find everything you need to turn wild game into tasty meat snacks or spice up your barbecue with new flavors and seasonings. With over 500 seasonings to choose from, there's something that everyone will love. They even have step-by-step videos and how-to articles at Beachistics to help you go from animal to edible. Use coupon RANGERS15 at checkout to save 15% on your first order at Waltons.com. Waltons, everything but the meat. This is Matt Hicks with the Texas Rangers, and you're listening to the Ranger Report Podcast. The Ranger Report. Yeah, the Ranger Report. Inside Scoop, listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go. This is the Ranger Report podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the Texas Rangers from the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter and C.J. Berryman. All right, everybody, welcome to the Ranger Report podcast. We are delighted to be joined by a whole lot of people today as our first ever Rangers roundtable. So we've got C.J. Berryman. Hey, I'm here. We've got Alex Plank. <laughs> CJB underscore RR on the Twit thingy. Good job. Alex Plank. What's going on, people? Uh, Kane McCutcheon. Love him, guys. Uh, John Moore. I'm here. And Present. Tyler Nielsen. Glad to be here, guys. All right, glad to be doing this. So there's a lot been going on this season. Of course, you know, the last two nights, guys, have been dreadful to watch. They've been, John put it best, I think, Monday might have been the worst loss of the season, John. I mean, it was just, that was such a disappointing game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, they've had bad losses all season, but I mean, yeah. that one just, that one was just a kick to the crotch. I mean, that that was a beatable team. They kept taking the lead. I mean, to give uh, it just all around, it felt bad all the way to the end. So it, it, it that was just such a winnable game. Errors, errors yeah. never do anything. So, you know, it, it just was, and, and, you know, tonight they're, they're kind of uh, scuttling again tonight. They're already down two to nothing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then last night, it wouldn't have been such a big deal to me if Ruggie hadn't hit the home run to tie the game in the ninth yeah. inning. Yeah. <laughs> that, that one, you know, <laughs> like his one good moment of the season had to be against the Rangers, didn't it? Ask Tyler what happened last night when Ruggie hit the home run. Oh, I already, I already knew it was coming. So we were watching the game together, and, you know, he did that stare down, you know, typical Ruggie style. He's done it with Texas. He, it's just the player he is. Yep. So I threw – I was holding the baseball, and I threw it. And Tyler goes, bro, bro, don't do that anymore. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. 
And then he did another time, Ben. He did two times after <laughs> well, that. That doesn't surprise me. CJ CJ has uh, CJ has a bit of an attitude problem sometimes. I agree to that, Ben. Let Go me ahead. ask you this, John. Is this worse than Sunday, June 5th, when they lost 6-5-10 and 10 to Seattle with a three-run <laughs> lead in the top of the night? I mean, <laughs> Man. You know what? Probably not, but it felt like it last night or Monday night. It felt, it felt worse. At- this was more fresh. It was more fresh. <laughs> there we go. There we go. This it was it was horrible. I tell yeah, that was a bad one too. And I mean, you know, look, I think I think the thing is, is the reason that you feel that way this year is because, you know, Jeff and I talk about it a lot, and it's just it's a better team. I mean, they just are a better yeah. team. They're not a playoff team, and that's just reality. But it, it's so when you got games you should that 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 are winnable, you know, you you'd much rather the Orioles just come out and beat them, you know, nine to nothing, you know, something like that. It's just easier to swallow. It's just a bad night. Pitching wasn't working. You weren't getting any hits, but when you're doing something to a team like that, it just sucks is what it does because Seattle is, is coming back. They've already passed them, Mm -hmm. passed the Rangers in standings and they're in second place. And all along, I thought Seattle was a team to watch in the West. I would like to point out. Go ahead. Go ahead. I would like to point out that this Baltimore team is a lot better than last year. So I think they, that's what yeah, people yeah. aren't. That's what people are thinking in their heads. This is the Orioles of 2021, and they are they're actually doing well when you look at 15 and 19 <laughs> against the AL East this year. Yeah, which in that division yeah, against the East is good. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and Tyler and I were talking about it uh, just the other day. Like we were disappointed in the CL Mariners, and now here they come. Yep. So, well, the thing about it is, and I think John, you bring up a good point too, but you know, being a lifelong Rangers fans, it's always a stretch right before the all-star break and it's games that you expect to win. It's the games we're going to lose. It happens every year. And I've talked to Ben about it on the last podcast. And I was like, you know, like, yeah, okay, we'll take these. And the only teams you really got to worry about are like the twins or, but we come into a situation like this and, it happens every year. And I know yeah. they're in, they're in a frustrating uh, place right now just because of those games. But like Alex said, they are better. But I wanted to ask you guys starting off. First question I had is, first of all, 2021 was a dreadful season. This year has obviously been better. But how would you guys rate the first? It's, I know it's not quite the halfway point yet, but how would you guys rate the first half? Were they better or worse than you guys expected? Alex, I'll start with you. I would say I would say better. I would say better. Um, it's hard to tell when you have new guys, a, a new coaching staff, somewhat of a new roster and how they're going to perform, especially with a lockout and then going, you have to iron everything out in spring training. So the slow start didn't really surprise me. Um, but I do think to you guys point you take against a team like Philadelphia, who's the Phillies are playing pretty good ball this year. Yeah. And you take four out of four against them, take two out of three from the Braves although the Braves didn't catch fire till later and they play the app. They played teams hard. I mean, when you look at, I think I posted this like 18 of their last 21 losses have been by less than five runs. Mm-hmm. So they're in every single game. Yeah, I agree with you. All right, John, how about you better or worse than you thought? You know, actually, actually, I think they are better. I mean, they, I, I kind of thought that they might be a team that could win 75 to 77 games and they're on track to do something like that. But they've been a little more impressive than I thought they were. And I'll tell you where they've been more impressive than I really thought they would be is pitching, believe it or not. I mean, I know they have their their duds and they're still trying to find a fourth and fifth. Quarter. And, uh, you know, uh, but – and the bullpen is – although the bullpen's blown it the last couple of 
uh, last couple of games, the bullpen hasn't been bad. John King has not been horrible. I mean, he's had a couple of bad outs. He's he got sent down earlier today. Yeah, yeah they yep. did. They sent him, They brought Kobe Allard up, and a lot of that probably has to do with that he's not available and they need an arm. Um, we'll, we'll see if that they switch that back. Allard's somebody that. You know, look, Allard is a guy that can come in and, and produce. I, I, I can't. I think they can't figure out a role for him. I'm, I'm, it's probably yeah. going to be the bullpen. I think he might be better if he's only having to see a team once through a lineup, uh, maybe a couple innings like that. But, uh, you know, they don't have a legit closer. That's just, and, you know, we haven't seen a legit closer uh, since LeClerc was basic, was healthy and, and closing. You are not wrong, bro. And so they just they just don't have a – I mean, I like Barlow. He's a great back-end piece, but he's not a legit closer. This no. team doesn't have a legit closer. They're not going to go out and trade for one, and John Daniel doesn't sign closers. Uh, no. They usually try to do it. So they try to find a home uh, Now, someone that John knows has joined us. Jeff Wilson is now on with us. Jeff, how are you today? Oh, Jeff, finally. Well, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm working, so I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I figured I had you to were. Give, I had to give you some shit. Jeff. Okay, good. <laughs> All right. Our, que- our question was, uh, John or Jeff, to uh, to rate the first half of the season. Were the Rangers better or worse than you expected them to be? Better. I think the the, the pitching's been better. They, you know, they got guys who needed to get better got better. And and you know, when I when I show up to the ballpark every night, I feel like the Rangers have a chance to win. And I I didn't feel like that pretty much at all last year, especially yeah. especially after um, trade deadline. So I, I, I say they've exceeded my expectation. I mean, I, you know, we still got what, 10 more games to go, nine more games to go. Yeah. Um, the, is it the off break? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they can, so they I, could, theoretically, they can get within, uh, you know, 20 wins or 20 wins, 18 wins of what they did, uh, what they did last year. So, so yeah. I got, I got a question for you, Jeff, um, with Dane Dunning, I think he's been the best pitcher the Rangers have had. Uh, to start the season, and he's not getting any run support whatsoever. So, I'd like your expert opinion. Hey, he hasn't been better than Martin Perez. I mean, Perez is Perez is uh, Perez does it at home. He does it on the road. Is he for two and a half? All-star caliber. He's yeah, all, yeah. He's, he will be on the all-star team. Uh, doesn't give up home runs. Doesn't beat himself. Um, nope. I. Uh, Dunning's Dunning's been better than his numbers show. I'll give I'll give I'll give uh, I'll give you that. But no, give me Martin Perez. 10, 10 out of okay. ten times. That's, a, that that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right, Kane. Better or worse than you expected? Uh, I think I think their record is about what I expected. But overall, I really think they're doing better because of to kind of build off of what you guys were saying is how many winnable games they've been in. Like their their record really could be a lot better than like. We mean a lot better, but it could definitely be a little better than it is right now. Like I can yeah. definitely think of some winnable games off the top of my head that they should have won. And I mean, I think their their pitching is good. Like y'all said, I think the pitching has been a lot better than I expected. But overall, I would say, you know, they're doing considering where we were last year, they're doing a lot better than I thought they would be. All right. And Tyler. Oh, it's definitely better. I mean, you look at the slow start we had. I mean, we start off what, two and nine? Yeah. To begin the season, you know, and we've, we've played 500 ball basically throughout the season. And this team, like, you know, CJ mentions and Ben, all of us have mentioned, we sit there, we're not expected to win this year. 
you know, we're, but we're competing in every single game, and everybody made a good point to all of it. Um, this is not our year to win or contend, but give it a couple years and we'll be there. I agree. All right, CJ, I'll start with you on this one. What Rangers player surprised you on the good side so far this year? Oh, man, great question. I'm going to go with Martin Perez, man. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I didn't expect him to be a Cy Young caliber. Uh, expected him to come in and, you know, do what six six innings do a do a do a quality start every time out but he's exceeded that and he's a guy that every time you know you see him uh he's gonna be the he's gonna be the starter i expect uh one run and uh maybe eight strikeouts i yeah, Martin Perez has totally, totally been my guy. All right, anyone else have someone besides Martin Perez as their best player the first half of the season? Uh, I'll, I'll I'll chip in. I would say uh, Nathaniel Lowe. He has oh, been good. Oh, has been nice, good. Tyler. Nice, Tyler. Yeah, I'll go with Nathaniel Lowe. I mean, you know, in the offseason, we were talking about getting Olsen from the A's and all that stuff. You know, Jonah Himes another one. Yeah, nobody expected him to do his everything. Oh yeah, Jonah High, man, Jonah High for sure. So that's what that's what I I think too is um, not that this guy has been better than anyone, any of those other guys that y'all mentioned. But I'll give you someone that is doing a lot better than I thought he would be is Dennis Santana. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Uh Uh he's another one. There's a good one. And Matt Moore is another one Matt who Moore. is Matt Moore. a lot better than anyone yeah. expected. Very good, Ben. That was a good other, one. Other than that weird hit by pitch <laughs> to lose the game <laughs> on Monday night, he's, he's been he's been great. He's That's when I threw my baseball. Games. That's when I threw my baseball. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get Brock Burke. I mean, Brock Burke. Yes, there's another one. Brock Burke, yeah. He's solidifying himself as a as a leverage guy. They'd like to put him in a leverage situation. I think they're trying to figure out what they want to do with Brock Burke. Yeah. I mean, he's so valuable. We've talked to Brock. Jeff and I did. He he really loves the bullpen. He loves that role. But I mean, I mean, I can see where the Rangers are looking at that guy that was a starter and where he's completely healthy now. And they're like, you know, maybe we could stretch him out. I mean, he he's going through the lineup twice pretty easily or yeah. with the command. Confidence. Yeah, it made, confidence. Made, yeah, it made it look easy. Right, he's another. Well, guy. He's, he's able to use his fastball, which the second and third time through the order, I don't think the Rangers are sure he can do right now without without better secondary pitches. So mm-hmm. that's that's probably an off season project. I know people want to see it because of you know Taylor Hearn and and um, Glenn Otto, but you know Hearn Hearn was a good reliever, not a very good starter. So you know do, do you. Do you want to go through that with, with Burke or do you want to keep him where he is? Yeah, because Burke has been impressive, like you said, but through through short stints, not through longer outings. And he's he's done a lot of two-inning outings because he used to be a starter. But, yeah, he's been another really good one that has been surprising. All right, uh, John, I'll, I'll put you on the spot with this one. Who surprised you has been he's been worse than you thought he would be? Worse than I thought he would be? Yeah, who, is, who has not lived uh, up to expectations? I can, I can answer this question if you don't answer I think, right. I think Seeger. I mean, Seager's the guy that, that we probably – I wasn't going to go there. He's got 15 home runs. Um, you know, the, he, I think we expect a little more Seager. His bad yeah. average has been where it is now. He does have 15 home runs. You know, he's played good defense. I, I mean, I, I think 
I think I thought that that his OPS and everything would be a little bit higher, but and it still could be. Look, it's the first part. I mean, Simeon, while his start was horrid, as yeah. really come around to kind of where you thought he was right now, but but Seager's really never gotten going like I kind of expect. You know what you saw when he was with the Dodgers, um, but. I just think that's time that that's going to happen. So, so probably Seager, maybe um, Taylor Hearn is another. Ah, uh, there you go. That's where I was going to go. And he didn't, he didn't perform like I thought he was. Left mm. Taylor, and I think he's got it. I think he's got stuff. I just he just hasn't harnessed it yet. Yeah, it's 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 with Taylor. It's you know the stuff is there, but he's not. He just can't make it work in the first couple innings. Nope. So um, that's where that's where it gets him. His sister's probably going to kick my ass for saying that. But yeah, Taylor Hearn's been the biggest disappointment this season. All right, Alex, who do you have as your biggest disappointing player so far in 2022? I think, unfortunately, I have to jump on the Taylor Hearn side of it, mm-hmm. especially getting the <laughs> yeah. home Thank you, bro. Ride. Thank you, bro. Appreciate that. You can always count on me. <laughs> all right kane who you got uh i'm gonna i'm gonna jump on with y'all it's definitely taylor and <laughs> i mean shoot you're looking at somebody that you know i'm i mean i think a lot of people you know from what i've you know what was seeing like on rangers twitter and stuff like that a lot of people thought he was gonna be like your mm-hmm. legit number i was one of them i was yeah. one of them but I mean, if I had to throw out somebody else that y'all didn't say, I guess as of late, kind of maybe Joe Barlow as a little bit of late. Oh, yeah. that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. That's a good, all right, Jeff, who do you think has been the most disappointing the first half of the season? Uh, well, I, boy, I, I, <laughs> I'd probably say Mitch Garver, although I don't, I don't think it's all his fault because he's, he's hurt and he's playing hurt. And, um, but you know, when you, when you trade, uh, somebody like Kiner Falefa, you, 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 expect and, and need uh, the, the the guy you get to to be uh more productive than he's been. I know he's hit some home runs on on this road trip and it looks like he's getting uh getting his swing in the right place but i mean i i think that he's only got about another 10 days before he before he uh, shuts her down for sure i don't know that yeah i don't know that for sure but um and so so maybe he's not disappointing but the circumstances might be might be what's very disappointing, but then the flip side is that Jonah Himes had a chance to to play and develop a little bit more. So, okay, okay. that brings up a great question that I'm going to ask to you, Jeff. So, going forward, I think Jonah Heim is your starting catcher. Period. Uh, he's he's proven that he can be consistent and uh, he can throw runners out. So, give me uh, give me your thoughts on that, on John Heim. Well, I, if you look at the the pitch framing's good, I, I still think too many balls get past him. Uh, you know, like the other day in John Gray's start, the, the wild pitch that turned into a double. There's no way that ball should have gotten by him, and and it, and it did, and that seems to happen a lot. You know, you you look at the home runs, that's good. Uh, he's still, you know, he's still batting 255. It's not like he's hitting 310. Um, you know, OPS. Well, and, uh, if you look at the, if you look at the war, I mean, and I don't take much grant in that, but the war, he's one of the top. He's number two actually in war. Okay, that, that's great, but uh, I mean, a lot of that is is based on defensive metrics, and 
Uh, well, you don't, you know, the Rangers acquired Mitch Garver because they needed offense at that position. And, and, and Heim's, Heim's doing fine. You know, he, he really is. When your OPS is above 750, you're an above average player. And I think, you know, with, with the way pitching's dominated this year, it might even be, uh, you know, on if there was a, if you're grading on a curve, it might be a little bit higher. Um, I know I want to, he needs to do it for a whole year. Uh, he, he's, he's got a chance to wear down and get exposed. So we got to see if the numbers are like at the end of the year. Is he, is he uh, an all-star this year? Uh, I don't think so. Um, oh, okay. So, uh, I mean, he might, you know, he might, he might make the team, but you know, it's going to come down to the player vote. And I don't think enough players know who he is. Yeah. And, um, anyway, so I would, I would, I would lean toward him not being an all-star. Um, and then, and then I don't know, you know, we got to see what the second half looks like. I mean, I'm a, I'm a big Sam Huff guy. I think that Sam Huff has the chance to be, uh, if he hits the ceiling, he has a chance to be a, a Salvador Perez type offensively. Yeah, and, I'm totally with you on that and, one. And, totally you know, with so, you. so what do you do? You know, do, is, you know, is Garver a candidate to be non-tendered? I mean, I, you know, do you want to throw your weight behind Sam Huff? So that's a time? question me and Ben had uh, when they acquired him. Same uh, question. Yep. Yep. So, you know, if it's just, yeah, I, I don't know that Sam Huff benefits a lot from being in AAA for another year. Yeah. All right. So my next question to you guys, and I guess I'll start with Alex on this one. Um, the We have the trade deadline coming up in less than a month. What in the world do the Rangers need to do? Are they buyers, sellers, or a little of both? I would say they're, well, I would say they're a little bit of both. I think with the extra wild card, you evaluate where you are and you think about what you want to do in 2023. Um, if you want to make a, some quirky moves here and there, but I think if you're standing where you are right now, I think you only sell your guys. If you're getting something in value of return, as far as a rental goes. See, is it, yeah. So Alex, I'm, 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 I'm one of those that's both sell and buy like 2015 when we got Cole Hamels. Yeah. That, that's where I'm kind of, kind of looking at, uh, John, what do you think? I, I mean, look, they, they might even stand pat. I don't know. I mean, look, there's who do they have to sell? I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. most value may be in someone like Cole Calhoun, if they move that, but I wouldn't move him. They, they need him. Um, and he's, you know, he's got a, a Martin Perez. Yeah. Well, you got Perez, but they, I think, I think they'd like to bring Perez back. I think yeah. that's at least an, an option. They might even, there's been talk that maybe they want to extend him. So on the selling side, I guess they got some pieces that could be a value, but you're not going to give Perez away, even though, Oh, he is a rental. You're not going to give him away. And if you and if you do sell Perez, um, then you've got to have somebody back in that deal that's at least big league ready to maybe be in the rotation because you we don't have any none of the young pitchers are ready to step up and take those two open spots that are sitting there waiting to be taken that no one's doing on, on the buyer side. Jeff and I have talked about this a lot. I mean, it, it's going to be a, they're not going to rent anybody this year. It would be a long term thing, kind of like the Cole Hamels thing. So, I mean, I, I could see them going each way, but if it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me at all if they stood pat and maybe moved a couple of veterans out just through, you know, and brought up some kids for the second half if they didn't do a lot. So I don't know. I mean, it could be either, but we'll see. All right, Kane, what do you think? Buyers or sellers? Uh, I think, I don't know. I, I kind of am in between slash on the 
side where I think they might just kind of stand still a little bit. Like going off of John's point is like they, they don't really have a ton of people to sell. I mean, I don't think you I don't think you sell Perez at this point. But I mean, too, like there's the extra wild card spot. So, I mean, that opens up, you know, a place, but they're not renting anybody like they're at the renting or rentals are off. the Oh, no, yeah. And I don't know. I don't also see them like pushing in to get one of the big chips like um, Frankie Montas or Luis Castillo. I just don't think they're really going to want to give up. Like, I don't think you give up certain prospects in the middle of the rebuild that you know that it's going to take to get those guys so i think i think you're kind of in the middle slash on the side where i I would kind of just stand still all right jeff what do you think well okay they 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 could trade perez i don't think they will um i would you know cole calhoun garrett richards and matt moore if you can get something for them i think you'd do it i don't necessarily think you'd get a lot but uh these are guys who are on expiring contracts and if you don't have any intention of, of bringing them back, then um, you can go get something. And then, you know, Richards is making, I think Richards is making more than Calhoun. So uh, they're, depending on the, the prospect the Rangers get back, they might have to eat some salary, but um, I, I think, I think they should do that. I mean, they're, they're not, they're not going to be in the playoffs. So they, they have an opportunity to get something. And I think that if, if they have a chance to, to get a guy who could be a future piece for two or three seasons uh, after this one, they do it. I mean, you, you get prospects. One of the reasons you build a farm system is to trade them away. And and the Rangers have a lot of depth, a lot of guys who are going to go on the, who, who need to be protected from the rule five draft, who they're not going to be able to protect. So you know, those are the kind of prospects that you can trade. And some of them, some of them are, are pretty, you just, you just hit the nail on the head. Cause I'm, I'm uh, Jeff, I'm thinking about Bubba Thompson. What do you think about him? And, uh, cause he's, he's not on the roll or he's rule five eligible. Yes. Um, he, he, he's not protected. So what do you think about Bubba Thompson? Well, I, I like Bubba Thompson. I, 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 I would hate, I'd hate to see him go. I mean, yeah, me too. He's a, he's a pretty handy fourth outfielder. You know, if, mm-hmm. if you look at, look at him right now, he's got 38 stolen bases. Uh, he, he's all, these all the baseball with stolen bases. Yep. Um, this is a guy who, who can play all three outfield spots and he's gotten so much better the last two years. So kind of suggests that he's coachable and that, that he's, you know, figuring things out. Now, I'd, you know, if you, if you don't protect him last year, you're going to protect him this year. I mean, he, he is a little closer. He's doing something at, at triple a it's very hitter friendly there, but it's still better than it's been. So I mean, I'd, I'd hate to see him go. Um, but you know, these are, these are tough decisions. And I like Cole Reagan's was rule five L's last year. They didn't protect mm-hmm. him, but clearly they're going to do that this year. So they've, they've got, they've got a pretty big group and, um, It'll be it, it. It wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me to see some of some of those guys. Some guys we love to go away. Yeah, <laughs> it's just it's just part of part of having a farm, a good farm system. Yep, I agree. All right, uh, Kane, I'll start with you on this one. We we're just talking about prospects. Who do the Rangers need to call up next? I got one. For, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't say next on this guy, but. I think one that is going to be really, really good that, 
you know, maybe not too far in the future, Owen White. Ah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> he's not coming up this year. No, no, yeah, he's not. It's, it's not going to be this no, year. He's <laughs> not coming up this year, but I think, I mean, I, I mean, he's honestly, he surprised me a lot. I think, I think that's someone that's hey, going to He just jumped in the top 100 of MLB. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have that on the list to talk he about did. here in a little bit, the new top 100. But first, John, who do you think? Who's next? Who gets called up? Um, I could see Huff coming back pretty quick if yep. uh, if they if, if that happens with Garber and, and they don't do something to get a bat. Other than that, I, somebody to come up here that hasn't been up. Um, Zach Kent, I man. Know. Zach Kent. Maybe I'm hoping. I'm, I'm 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 hoping too hard there. <laughs> yeah, it's probably going to be Cole Win. I imagine Cole Win will get a look oh, here later um, to to get because he's on. You you well, he's not, but I mean. You got to also look at guys that are on the forty man right now too. Right. Yep. yep. Right. Before they, you know, and clear it for them. I mean, I, gee, I don't know. Probably Huff's the next guy that comes up from the minor leagues as far as who isn't a pitcher that's going up and down. You know, those guys that are riding the bus back and forth. Um, you know, like right now, who they bring up today with uh, they brought up Allard, sent down uh, uh, King. So, but not not talking about anything like that. Probably Huff if Garver's goes on the I.O. might be up here to play a little more. Tyler, what do you think? No, I totally agree. I think you make some good points. Um, I can see definitely Sam Huff being the next one up. Um, we still don't know about his injuries, you know, if he's going to decide before the all-star break if he's going to do the surgery or not with Garver. So. Um, should, but yeah, I agree. I agree as well. Okay. Um, let's talk a little about, about the top 100. Uh, Jeff, I'll start with you. Uh, they've added, or the Rangers have six now on the top 100. Jack Leiter at 18, Josh Young at 32, Ezekiel Duran at 58, Justin Foscue at 63, Cole Wynn moved down, number 82, and Owen White at 97. So talk a little bit about the Rangers' top 100 prospects. Um, well, you know, they're all, they're all worthy. They're all deserving. Um, I'm a little surprised that Foskey's that high, although he, he's showing a pretty good hit tool here lately. Um, so, I, you know, the, the power will come there. Um, you know, the, the draft is in, is in uh, 10 days and uh, they're going to get a, they're going to get a seventh. I mean, you know, the number three overall pick will be in the top 100 and um, there's, there's just, that's just plain and simple. So, and, and, you know, uh, Luis on Acuna should, should be, uh, nosing his way into there. Uh, that was surprising sure. at all. Evan, Evan Carter, you know, baseball America has him as their number three prospect. So, you know, there, there are, and you know, this isn't, uh, hyperbole or, or I'm not, I'm not, I'm not paid by the Rangers or anything like that. <laughs> they have a legitimate chance. I'm not, this is the truth to have eight to 10 top 100 caliber players. I agree. And, and there's just, that's just the way it is. I mean, yeah. you look at, you look at their talent and, you know, this, and Josh, Josh Smith isn't one of them, you know, and you would think that Josh Smith at this point would be a top 100 prospect based on what he's, what he's shown. You know, I know he's slumped here lately, but uh, that doesn't include Josh Smith. So um, it's, it's, it's got a chance to, to be uh the best farm system, honestly, in, in, in baseball here, uh, this off season. So, yeah. you know, ba- you know cause, cause Josh Definitely Young is still five. there. He hasn't, he hasn't, uh, he hasn't graduated. Um, you know, it looks like when 
lighter will retain their their rookie status. So um, it's it's going to be a it's it's going to be interesting to see how how all that shakes out in December, January, and February when all those publications start coming out. But um, yeah. six, well, six six might be light. All right, John, uh, what do you think about the top 100 list? Did they get everybody right? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. I mean, I guess so. Like Jeff said, there's a lot more that could be in there. Akuna's yeah. been really impressive. Yeah. Kevin Carter been very impressive, like Jeff said. I mean, I'm kind of echoing off what my partner <laughs> said there. Uh, but going in, Foscu, um, Owen White, you know, unfortunately, when they when they do the draft, like he said, you, you know, you have the number three overall pick, and you're obviously going to put somebody that's going to jump back in there. It could – probably going to bump Owen. Um, it, it, for what's in there right now, at the, it, unless some other graduations happen. So you got to hit, I heard, the uh, MLB pipeline podcast, they were talking about their new list out and they were saying that, uh, you know, that when, when they reach the end of their rookie status, they're automatically, that's why Adley Rutschman was taken out and he graduated out of there. So, um, there'll be some more that'll graduate out by the end of the season and that'll open up spots, but. You know, I guess White's the one that if he continues where he has, he, he could climb up a lot. Um, yeah. And I just saw too that I see that uh, Lighter's going to play in the in the uh, futures game. Yeah, I saw that too. I thought that was kind of. I mean, you know, right now I know he's having the, the the tired arm thing going on, but he's not hurt or anything, so it ought to be interesting. I think I think that's something that a few years ago definitely they wouldn't have they wouldn't have skipped a start because of that. All right, uh, yeah. Alex, uh, anyone else you think they left off of the top 100 list for the Rangers? No, well, Evan Carter. I yeah. mean, I find it weird that Baseball America has him number three and he didn't even make the top 100 guys who are four and five that were on that list. So yeah. that was strange. But outside of that, not really. Yeah, I agree. Kane, anyone you thought should be on the list? Uh, other than Carter, not really, but I think when we're talking about prospects, like uh, someone said it earlier is like, sure. The Rangers have all these top 100 prospects and they have more that are also really good, really, really good prospects. And just like, you got to figure out which guys you're going to keep and which guys you're going to, you know, get rid of. And you know, the, the reality of it is, is they may not hit on all those decisions. Like they're, you know, there's probably going to be some guys that they trade away that end up having good careers, but it's, you know. I would hate to have that job personally. That's, that's tough. But. Yeah, I would too, actually. So, okay, well, let's look forward. And someone tweeted, I think it was uh, Bryce that tweeted to you the other day, John, or you answered it, that they probably won't get to 500 this year. Looking at the second half of the season, they're probably going to be trying out some more prospects, things like that. Do you think the Rangers reach that 500 mark this year, John? No. No, I think they come close, but no. I mean, I mean, sure, it's possible, but a yeah. lot of things got to fall into place, and they've got to make a move that would, you know, long, you know, if they went and did something big at trade deadline for someone controllable, another big bat and arm, uh, something like that, and without losing anything that, that's already in the lineup. Now, sure, I guess they could get to five hundred and maybe over. You know, when they went out and got Cole Hamels, they were five games below five hundred. Yeah, um, when they went out and made that deal, but I mean. Uh, people value the prospects so much more now. It's going to be awesome. It's expensive to go out and get someone like Castillo or Mall or I, I love Pablo Lopez. It'd probably yeah. have to farm to get that guy, but um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I think they're going to finish seventy-five to seventy-eight games, and you should be very pleased with that. Yeah, and uh, and, and happy with that. And then going into the off season, we know they're not afraid to spend money. I think it can be big players this off season. All right, so Jeff, what what kind of do you want to see for the rest of the season? What what kind of do you want to see the Rangers do to finish out twenty twenty two? 
Uh, you know, they need to they need to figure out if they have uh, rotation pieces for next year in the system. Um, you know, so they 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 do need to give uh, Colwyn a, a chance, I think, and he's pitching better. Uh, you know, I I I still am, am okay with Stephen, uh, not Stephen Howard. That's the SID at Oklahoma State with Spencer <laughs> Howard, um, who who I who I like, and you know, you see the stuff, and it's. I think I think some of it's behind the between the ears with him. Well, what, um, what do you think about uh, AJ Lexi? And I mean, he's been terrible. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. you know, there's just no no real need to sugarcoat it. He's he hasn't pitched well, and I don't know what 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 that is, but um, he he's had issues. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know that Yuri Rodriguez is uh, ever. He did top 100 miles an hour the other day. Okay, great, but he he, he just hasn't figured it out yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I understand he's got a big arm, super, but um, and just considering the way John Daniels values relief pitchers, um, does this guy need a 40 man spot? Are you going to protect him? Or are you going to protect? Um, great point, Cole Reagans. You know, and so yeah, yeah. Um, great point. But I want to. Uh, can I mention something? I want to go back to John. What John said. Um, I'll, I'll bet you, John Moore, a steak dinner that we will be five hundred by the end of the year. Oh, Ooh, Tyler's Tyler's. He broke his I'm leg, and now he's steak. wanting to bet John. No, no, no right. seriously, because I feel the team. I mean, like we we've talked about at the very beginning of this, you know, whole podcast. We're we're in every single game. I mean, it's one run games. Is you know, I think Kane made a good point. Um. I think at the end of the year, we're, we'll finish like 82, Ooh. 83 wins. 82. No, I'll go 81. I don't, I don't mind taking that bet. I mean, look, if I lose, it means they played far better than I thought they did. Yeah. I could, I'd buy steak, and I'm always good for steak. But frankly, <laughs> I'm going to get a steak dinner. So <laughs> there you go. There you All go, right, man. All right. Uh, speaking of, you guys mentioned him. He just got up to AAA a few weeks ago. You guys have had him on. We've had him on. Uh, Cole Reagans. Do you see him getting a cup of coffee at the majors this year or not? What do you think, Jeff? Uh, he needs to, he needs to keep pitching like he's pitching for probably another, at least another month, maybe, okay. maybe, maybe a little longer. You know, they, if you kind of go back in Rangers lore, um, Brock, Brock Burke got called up on August 20th of 2019. So, uh, and he started the year at double A. So, um, maybe that's the, maybe that's the path Reagan's is on, but, um, you know, again, if they're going to protect him, go ahead and add him to the 40 in season. Um, it'd be a great story. You know, yeah. we all, we all know, we all know his, his background and, uh, just a super kid. And, uh, you, you hope, you hope for the best for him after what he's been through. Yeah. That was Tyler. That was Tyler's first interview. <laughs> was Cole it Reagan's. Was. He's very humble, and Jeff, you made a good point. He's he's a humble kid, and you know, especially batting the two Tommy Johns and going through what he's gone through, but just a very humble kid, and just goes out and works. He does. Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving back yeah, to my good. question, I'll go back to Alex. Alex, what do you kind of expect or want to see from the Rangers for the second half of the season? Consistency. That's the biggest go. issue with this team. Consistency, and look, I. It's going to be interesting out of the gate of the all-star break because you go on a West coast trip where the A's are struggling. The angels are a mess right now. You may be able to squeeze a 500 mark for maybe one day 
That being said, that still counts. <laughs> yep. That is correct. That doesn't get you a steak, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Alex, t- that's a Tyler thing. That's a Tyler thing. Alex, I think you're exactly right. I think you're, I mean, I couldn't have answered it any better. I think it's one of those things. And Ben brought up a good point one day on the podcast. He was like, you know, you basically come in with a division series. You know, you you look at it as a 500 mark. You're going to split the series. So hopefully we can get more of those, but more wins than losses. Yeah. All right. So I'm with John. I think 75 wins or so is what they're going to finish the season well, with. Ben, uh, ben, ahead, we, we, we agreed uh, that 75 wins is kind of was our benchmark. Yep. If you hit 75, great. And uh, to me, that's huge. I mean, because they won 60 last year. So 75 yeah. is a massive upturn from what they did yep. last year. So they're definitely yep. one thing I'll say, and I know everyone here agrees because I've heard all of you either say it or tweet it. But, you know, this is such a much more entertaining team to watch than it was in 2021, for sure. Very much. Very much. Absolutely. It's very, very rare that they're out of a game. Yeah, you are correct about that. All right, guys, I think that was about all we had for tonight. I really appreciate all y'all joining us. Thank you, Ben. Cool. You're welcome, Ben. You're welcome, Ben. (laughs) Thanks, CJ. All right, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, John. Thank you, Kane. Thank you, Tyler. And thank you, CJ, I guess. I guess. (laughs) The the chemo possum. Oh, crap. All right. All right, John. John. Ah, damn it. All right. All right. All right, guys. Have a good night. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.